We're thrilled to announce that we now have seven powerful devotionals available on YouVersion's Bible app. For those not in the know, YouVersion is the top Bible app in the world, and we're honored to be on this incredible platform. Our devotionals dive deep into the pillars that define the lion within us, health, wealth, and self. So whether you're seeking spiritual growth, financial wisdom, or personal development, these devotionals are tailor-made for you. So ready to embark on this transformative journey and unleash the lion within you? Head over to thelionwithin.us slash uversion to access our devotions on the uversion app. Join thousands of like-minded individuals and dive into the word with us. That's thelionwithin.us slash uversion. That's Y-O-U-V-E-R-S-I-O-N. And let's grow together and become the leaders God intends us to be. Welcome to The Lion Within Us, a podcast serving Christian men who are hungry to be the leaders God intends you to be. I'm your host, Chris Granger. Let's jump in. All right, guys, we have some new things for you this week. So we're going to do something a little bit different. Okay, so we're not going to have our typical spiritual kickoff or our meet episode or our fun Friday. But don't worry, we're still going to have episodes on today, Monday, Wednesday and Friday. We're just going to do it a little bit different. So one week from today, if you're listening to this when it comes out, it's Christmas. So we want to do something a little bit different this year. Last year, we broke up the Christmas story over the Christmas week. But this year, still want to just spend 100% of this time in God's Word. And we're going to break it down. We're going to talk about the Old Testament predictions of Jesus' birth. So basically, I'm going to go through a bunch of scripture references on this episode. And then on Wednesday, we're going to be looking at the birth. And then Friday, we'll be looking at why he should be Lord of our life. And because at this time of year, it's so easy just to get wrapped up in all the things that are happening, all the parties, all the presents, all the events, all the, the different things that are going on in your calendar that is just driving you crazy. The money that you're spending, the parades, just all the stuff, right? Let's just slow down. So for the time that you spend with the line within us this week, Simply want to just use God's word. I'm not going to do, add anything to it. I'm just going to read these different things. I'm going to try to give you a little insight. But other than that, we're just going to let God's word do the heavy lifting this week. Okay. So hopefully you guys enjoy it. Hopefully you still listen this week. I totally get it. If you want to check out this week and come back next, don't worry. We'll be back next week. We'll have our New Year's specials and things like that. But this week, it's important sometimes for the lion in particular just to slow down. And just let God's word do what it does. So before we get into it, I do want to share one thing with you guys. So, uh, you know, right now, this is the holiday season. We've been running a promotion for our community. And this is a great chance to take advantage of that. You know, whenever we have the ads and we have things like that that are, that are out there. But I just want to just tell you from uh, from the bottom of my heart, I believe in the community. I believe what we do. I believe that how we help people. I see these guys leaning in. You know, week in and week out, you know, just being there to, to to serve each other, and from our mastermind groups to our different events we have every 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 week, it's just a great chance to jump in and try something new. So if you feel a little bit isolated or alone, or just not really fitting in, particularly maybe with your church, or maybe you just want to look for a, a new perspective, it's a great way to take advantage of it right now. Uh, so we will be you know taking that that promotion away. Here in 2024, in January, that'll go away. So if you own the fence or maybe if you want to sponsor other people, I'd encourage you just to check it out. Just check it out and see if it's something that you want to, you know, that you find value in. 
If you don't, that's fine. Uh, you know, we can, we can always, you know, work with you there, but I guarantee you, if you're open, if you're looking for a group of men that are going to come alongside of you, that will help answer your questions, not just be an encouragement to you. It's just a great way to, to jump in and continue to grow. So I want to get that out there. I want you guys to think about that uh, as you move forward. Okay. So let's get into our scripture. So we're going to be all Old Testament this, for this episode. Okay. All Old Testament predictions of Jesus' birth. We're going to start off right in Genesis 3. Okay. The very first chapter of the Bible, Genesis 3, looking at verse 15. It says, I'll put an enemy between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. He shall, he shall bruise you on the head. And you shall bruise him on the heel. So this this little verse right here, the note in my Bible, guys, I just want to just read this real quickly for you. It talks about an individual from among the woman's seed, namely Christ, will deal a death blow to Satan's head at the cross, while Satan will bruise Christ's heel, causing him to suffer. So that was that was one of the very first predictions in Scripture uh, around uh, what was going on for Jesus's birth. Okay. And what he would endure for us. Now, let's let's pop up. We're going to go to Zechariah chapter 9. We're going to look at verse 9. Okay. We're going to see Zechariah 9, verse 9. It says, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout in triumph, O O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you. And he is just and endowed with salvation. Humble and mounted on a donkey, even on a colt. The foal of a donkey. And I had someone one time, uh, she goes to our church. She said, this is the one verse for her that proved that Jesus was, was the son of God because that he came in, uh, on a foal, you know, that so anyone around horses and donkeys know that, uh, they can be a little bit, you know, uh, stubborn. Maybe it's the right word to use at, at this point. But, uh, again, this is this pre- predicting. The predicting of things that are coming when Jesus, when he when he would come, when when he went into uh, Jerusalem, he was mounted on the donkey. So we can see that Zechariah again, Zechariah nine, verse nine is the verse we want to look at there. Okay, now we'll spend a little bit of time in a, in the book of Isaiah. There's lots of things in Isaiah for sure. It's, it's a prophetic book uh, that is is just very beneficial for us as we we teach and we learn and we grow. So let's start off in Isaiah seven. We're going to look at verse 14. So let's look at 7, 14. And we see right here, and it says, I got to get my glasses right, guys. It says, therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, a virgin will be with, with child and bear a son, and she will call his name Emmanuel. He will eat curds and honey at the time. He knows enough to refuse evil and choose good. For before the boy will know enough to refuse evil and choose good, the lands of two kings you dread will be forsaken. So this is again predicting Jesus' birth. We know that he was born of a virgin, right? The Virgin Mary. We know that his name Emmanuel means God with us, right? And then he had to refuse evil and choose good. I mean, this is Christ we're talking about here, right? He when he came out, when he was born, uh, one of the first things he did was was going to this as once he was once he once he was uh received the Holy Spirit, was going in the desert to be tested between evil and good, right? He had to make that choice. And obviously, we know from, from studying Christ, he made a choice for good, right? And then we can see right here, let's flip over. You just flip over maybe one or two pages in your Bible. You get to Isaiah 9. Let's, let's look at verse chapter 9. 
And let's just look right here. There, there, there's some very interesting things in nine. And I'm just going to start with nine one, and we're just going to read uh, maybe the first seven verses, okay? They said, there'll be no gloom for her who was in anguish. In earlier times, he treated the land of Zebulun, the land of Nepali, with contempt. But later on, he shall make it glorious. By the way of the sea, on the, other, on the other side of Jordan, Galilee, of the Gentiles, the people who walk in darkness will see a great light. Those who live in a dark land, the light shall shine upon them. You shall multiply the nation. You shall increase the gladness. There will be, there, they will be glad in your presence, as with the gladness of harvest, as men rejoice when they divide the spoil. For you shall break the yoke of their burden and the staff of their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor and the battle of Midian. For every boot of the booted warrior in the battle timulant and the cloak rolled in blood will be burning, will be burning fuel for the fire. And right here in verse six, guys. For a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us, and the government will rest on his shoulders. And his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. There will be no end of the increase of his government or of peace on the throne of David and of his kingdom. To establish it and to uphold it with justice and righteousness from then on and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will accomplish this. And we see right here a couple of names that we get from the predictions of, of, of God, right? Wonderful counselor, mighty God, eternal father, prince of peace. We know that he was born to us, right? This is another prediction, Old Testament prediction and Isaiah pointing to Christ. And I'm not sure about you guys. When I think about wonderful counselor, it's just so comforting to me just to know that, that, that that's who he is. He wants to comfort us. He wants to be there with us, not just when things are, are, are good and we feel like, you know, God, you're so good. But when, even when in the trials, he is a counselor for us. He is mighty. There is never a, a moment or a situation he cannot handle. He's mighty, right? That eternal father is never ending. Guys, I don't know what your, fa- your father's situation is like. I, I've been blessed with a dad. I love him to, just love him to death. He's, he's my hero. But I know one thing, even me and him, and someday, our number is going to be called, right? That's just part of it. But with God, he is our eternal father. There's no beginning. There's no end. We have that promise. And this Prince of Peace, fellas, I'm telling you, the more and more you look around in the news outlets these days or social media, wherever you spend time, all you can, you can see this division. You can see the evil one constantly just pulling at people and just trying to take them down. And it's working, unfortunately. And we have to understand that that's not, that's not from God. Peace of mind is the rarest commodity that you'll ever find here on earth. It just is. And the only peace I can offer you guys is once you have that relationship with Christ. Okay. So now we see, we see that right there. So now see Isaiah 11. We, if we flipped over to Isaiah 11 here real quick, and we'll see right here, to, and starting in verse one, it says, then a shoot will spring up from the stem of Jesse and a branch from his roots will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him. And the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and strength, the spirit of knowledge and fear of the Lord. And he will delight in the fear of the Lord. And he will not judge by what his eye sees, nor, nor make a decision by what his ears hear. But with righteousness, he will judge the poor and decide with fairness the afflicted of the earth. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth. With the breath of his lips, he will slay the wicked. Also, righteousness will be the belt around his loins and faithfulness will be the belt around his waist. His waist, sorry. And the wolf 
will dwell with the lamb and the leopard will lie down with the young goat. So guys, this is just powerful scripture right here. Again, pointing towards the branch of Jesse, right? Uh, Of what's going on here in that branch. Look right here. My Bible says through the tree of David, though the tree of David is felled, a shoot or branch will grow up from the stump. Okay. And the, and the person of the Messiah, he would be characterized by the fullness of the Holy Spirit and absolute integrity. And we know that through that lineage came Christ. Okay. Now, if you flip over to actual Isaiah 53, so you'll, you may hear people talking about Isaiah 53 this time of year. It's a great just book of the Bible that for one, but it, uh, so much of it points towards you know, the prediction of, of Christ and the Messiah that was coming. So let's just read. It's a relatively short one. I'm going I'm to read the majority of it, and we'll just see, you know, what the scriptures, you know, how that serves us as, as we listen. And we just try to, again, let's let the let the scriptures just just uh, um, give you what you need right now through the Holy Spirit. Uh, I'm just going to go through this, and we're going to see as we get closer and closer to Christmas why it's important to remember the predictions of Christ coming to do what he did for us, okay? says, who has believed in our message and who has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he grew up before him like a tender shoot, like a root out of a parched ground. He has no stately form of majesty that we should look upon him, nor appearance, nor appearance that we should be attracted to him. He was despised and forsaken, men, uh, forsaken of men, a man of sorrows and acquitted with grief. And, and like one from whom men hide their face, he, will, he was despised and we do not esteem him. Surely our griefs he himself bore, and our sorrows he carried. Yet we ourselves esteemed him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was pierced through for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The chastening of our well-being fell upon him. By his scourging we are healed. All of us are like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned his own way. But the Lord has caused the iniquity of us all. To fall on him. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. Like a lamb that is led to slaughter, like a sheep that is silent before his shearers, so he did not open his mouth. By oppression and judgment, he was taken away. And as for his generation, who, who considered that he was cut off the land of the living for the transgression of my people to whom the stroke was due? His grave was assigned with wicked men, yet he was with the rich man in his death, because he had done no violence, nor was there any deceit in his mouth. But the Lord was pleased to crush him, putting him, putting him to grief. If he will render himself as a guilt offering, he will see of all, he will see his offspring, and he will prolong his days, and the good pleasure of the Lord will prosper in his hand. As a result of the anguish of his soul, he will see it and be satisfied. By his knowledge, the righteous one, my servant will justify the many as he bears, as he will bear their iniquities. Therefore, I will put a lot, I will allot him a portion with the great, and he will divide the booty with the strong, because he poured him out himself to death and was numbered with the transgressors. Yet he himself bore the sin of many and interceded for the transgressors. So, great scripture right there, fellas. I mean, for sure. Obviously, when we look at this, really what jumps out and what, and, this Isaiah 53, as we start in verse 3 through, through verse 7, but we see, I mean, this is a prophecy knowing that he's going to be pierced for our transgressions, right? The things that we did, crushed for our iniquities, the things that we fall short of, 
that's the Messiah. That is the Christ. That is Jesus who we serve. That is the that is the Lord that that, that I've bowed down my life to and I've surrendered to. Like he he is Lord of my life. <clears throat> we see right here that he was oppressed. He was afflicted. He did not open his mouth, right? He was that perfect lamb, the lamb of God. And I know so much so much this time of year we we focus on you know, the, the baby and the birth, which is so important. But don't forget, he was sent here for a reason. He came for a reason on that rescue mission for us. Just absolutely beautiful when you start thinking about it that way, right? So now let's let's flip over and we're going to look at a couple more scriptures here, guys, as we as we continue to go. Well, let's look at Jeremiah. Let's look at Jeremiah chapter 23. And we're going to see right here, just, just a, a simple verse right here, verse five. Behold, the days are coming declares the Lord, when I'll raise up for David a righteous branch, and he will reign as king and act wisely and do justice and righteousness in the land. It's just absolutely beautiful verse again, pointing to the coming Messiah who is going to be coming. And we know who that is. That is Jesus. That's another that's another prophet, prophet who actually said that. And then, then we get over here. And let's look, the last one we're going to look at today. Is in the book of Micah, okay? The book of Micah. It says right here in verse two, chapter five, verse two. But as for you, Bethlehem, too little to be among the clans of Judah. From you, one will go forth, for, go forth for me to be a ruler of Israel. He is going forth from, for, from long ago, from the days of eternity. Therefore, he will give, they, therefore, he will give them up until the time when she who was in labor has born a child. Then the remainder of his brethren will, ret- will return to the sons of Israel, and he will, ri- he will rise and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord and the majesty of the, of the Lord as God. And they will remain, because at that time he will be great to the ends of the earth. This one will be our peace. This is Christ. This is the one that we serve, guys. I'm just telling you, when we start reading stuff like this from Bethlehem, you know, this was, was written. You know, way before Christ came, and it points to you know you you, you heard the uh, uh, you think, think about the the town of Bethlehem. You know what good could come from there, right? And but we know that right here, Christ is going to be born in Bethlehem. So it's, again, prophecy pointing to the prediction of Jesus' birth. So I just pray that you just let some of these. I know, there's many many others out there, fellas. Obviously, we can't cover them all, but I just wanted just to spend this this little bit of time. Just going through some of them again. We'll put the the, the we'll try to put the, the the scripture references in the show notes if you want to go back and read further. But that was Genesis three fifteen, that was Zechariah nine nine, that was Isaiah seven fourteen, it was Isaiah nine six through seven, it was Isaiah eleven one, and then we read all of Isaiah fifty three. It was Jeremiah twenty three five and Micah. Five two. Now I added a little bit before and after on some of those guys, but that will give you the general references if you want to go check those out, and maybe just share them with your family, share them with your coworkers, share them with your community or your church. You know, when people are talking so much about the, the Christmas story, which is so important, which is what we'll be going over on our Wednesday episode. But make sure that we we take the time to to see that our Old Testament is there. It's beneficial for teaching. It's beneficial for for learning and growing. Okay, so. That's what we had for you today. Again, it's our Christmas specials this week, but I want to take this opportunity for each one of these episodes too. If you're listening and you're curious about the Christmas story, maybe that's what brought you here. That's great. Thank you so much for listening, okay? And hopefully 
you know, as you go through this, you're, you're growing in your faith. But I'm just here to tell you, if you have an opportunity, if you never surrender your life to the Lordship of Christ, your opportunity is today. There's nothing like today to, to take that step of obedience forth and just let him be Lord over your life. Because I know just the world's pushing back. It's so hard just to just to live your life in general, right? Much less live without Christ. I don't know how people do it. So I just want you to understand, you know what? Christ loves you. Yes, you are a sinner, right? You, you need a Savior. He loves you so much. He came on that rescue mission for you. He went and died on that cross for you, right? He is the, the way to salvation. You know, you need a Savior. We all do. And I just pray that you, you, you recognize your need for, to repent, to just turn it all over to Him. Just let Him be Lord of your life. Let Him guide and direct you along your path. And if you do that, you're going to find so much peace, more peace than anything I could could ever give you there's no there's no money that can buy this this is this is a peace for your soul so if you're feeling restless if you're feeling tired if you're feeling burnt out just at your your wits end you don't know what to do i'm telling you you can find peace you can find rest you can find that abundance all when you surrender your life to the lordship of christ and i'm talking about the abundance of joy love peace patience kindness goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. <sighs> That's the abundance I pray for you. So I, I, if, if you want to make that decision to follow Christ today, let's just pray together right now. So Father, just thank you so much for that listener out there who's who is ready to turn their life over to you. They recognize they are a sinner in need of a Savior. They recognize you are that Savior. And they recognize right now, Lord, that they can't do this. And they're committing their life to you. I just pray you just be with them right now. Give them comfort. Give them peace. Give them joy. Just give them discernment as they move forward and help put people in their path. To help guide and direct them along the way. In Christ's name, amen. So if you just did that, that, that is great. Love to hear from you, Chris, at thelinewithin.us. Would love to get an email. Want to send you a bunch of resources and things like that. But most importantly, just want to pray with you. Just to be an encouragement to you to keep fighting the battle. Keep doing what God's called you to do. So. Uh, that's it for this episode, guys. Be sure to check out the show notes again. A lot, a little bit different format this week. Hopefully, you guys are okay with that. Uh, for our listeners, I would really appreciate that. If, if you think this would be encouraging to someone else this week, just share it out. I mean, it's very simple. We're just putting the, the scriptures, to, just using scriptures to help to help people grow. So come back on Wednesday. We're going to actually go through the Christmas story on that on that episode. Looking forward to doing that with you guys. I do hope if uh, everyone who, who listens to this enjoys the Christmas season, enjoys this time of year. It's not just, it shouldn't be massive stress. There should be a lot of times to reflect, to point others to the good news of the gospel. And by the way, this week, going up into to, to Christmas is a great time to invite others to church. So go to church for sure, but bring a friend with you. It's a great time. Most people are receptive to going to, to you know, a Christmas service. But don't just sit there with the service and sing the hymns and just go, go throughout your day. Talk to them about it. Just ask them if they have questions. You never know just how that one little question you ask or that one little opportunity that you open a door for someone may be just what they need to, to really have a, a better understanding of Christ, of who he is, and what, he's gonna, and what, and what it means for them in their life. So uh, make sure you take that. Be intentional. Ask others to church. You know, Don't just be a sideline there. Get involved. Get engaged and go from there. Okay? All right, guys. We'll come back. Again, thelionwithin.us is the way you connect with us. That's where you can find all our resources, uh, our U version, 
the Bible app. We have lots of uh, devotions that come out all the time. Our summit leadership development. Maybe you're looking for, you know what, January, I want to kick this thing in the gear. I want to figure out what I need to be doing to start accelerating my career, start building some skills up so that will separate me from the rest. Or how, how do I just, how do I be a Christian in the business world anyway? What does that look like? How can I start actually walking this out? That's what the summit is all about. Okay. And like I said earlier in the episode, our community, it's just a great time, an absolute great time to take advantage of, of that promotion that we have going. We really, we got a lot of counsel from our actual community guys so far as the price level. So guys, would love for you to check that out. Take advantage of us. Over 50% savings right now, fellas. I'm telling you, this is a great way uh, this week and next week to go ahead and move on that and, and, and take advantage of it. Okay. All right, guys, get after it. Have a great day. Look forward to hanging out with you again here on Wednesday. And remember, look, Keep unleashing the lion within. If you're a man who is looking for greater spiritual guidance into how to be a better leader, finding resources that you can trust, never mind implementing, can be daunting. For me personally, I thought it was a lost cause. So I decided to take action because I knew that I couldn't be alone. That's why we created the Lion Within Us community. And the areas that we're helping other Christian men grow in are incredible. For instance, we built easy ways for guys to lean in and grow through fun events like our daily spiritual kickoff, where you'll get that much needed boost directly from God's word. Our Bible studies that focuses on how to simplify and apply God's word to our life. And even our amazing forum where you can speak your mind without fear of getting shut down or judged by the extreme rules of modern day social media. On top of all that, we knew that many men won't help overcoming issues and becoming stronger in many different areas. That's why we created some mastermind groups where their iron truly sharpens the iron. Really, our community is all about having a growth mindset. It's about accountability, intentionality, and transparency. In other words, just leave fake you at home and come into the community just as you are. I fully believe in what we've built. I see the impact that it's making on men every day, and I would love to have you check it out. We're offering a great deal through this holiday season, and now is by far the best time to take advantage and see how we can help you be a better leader, husband, and father. So if you're ready, Head over to thelionwithin.us and get started. Your journey begins now. Again, it's thelionwithin.us, and I'll see you inside the den.